Welcome to the Move With Tank podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Tancini. He is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy, a strength and conditioning coach, former college athlete, four-time CrossFit regional athlete, and a national-level Olympic weightlifter. On the show, he will cover ways for active individuals and athletes, just like you, to stay healthy and improve their performance without the need of surgery, injections, and pain medication. If you ever have any questions for Dr. Tansini, which you would like answered, send over an email or message through Instagram at drtank underscore dpt. So without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Tank. Hi guys, this is Dr. Tansini with the Ground to Overhead Physical Therapy. And today we are going to talk about injections. So specifically corticosteroid injections, uh, which many athletes get or many people in general get to try and address their pain um, and try to fix their pain. Uh, Now, corticosteroid injections are not the answer and not the solution to your problem. Uh, Corticosteroid injections are often used to help with pain and decrease the the inflammation within the area. but it does not address the underlying issues which have actually caused you to get that pain in the first place. Uh, I see this in my practice all the time. Uh, somebody will come to me um, uh, who has gotten injection after injection after injection on their shoulder and their shoulder continues to hurt and it just keeps on getting worse. Uh, they may have said that uh, it helped a little bit. Uh, they went straight back in to what they were doing. Then all of a sudden, it got worse. They went back, got another one. Uh, it got got worse again. And now they're having trouble using their arm in their every everyday life. Uh, so, uh, guys, multiple injections uh, are not a good thing. Um, there's actually a lot of of negative cost. Uh, to getting a a cortisone or a corticosteroid injection. Um, one, corticosteroids actually uh, inhibit the tissue from healing, uh, which is exactly opposite of what you actually want to happen. Uh, it decreases the ability to heal the area, uh, which can cause the problem to actually linger on for longer than it actually needs to be there for. Um, the, uh, the, uh, corticosteroid, steroid, uh, when it's injected into the tissue, it's actually going to decrease the stiffness and decrease the failure load and decrease the ability of that tendon or that, or that tissue to, to absorb energy. Um, now, this is a bad thing, especially if you're in a sport. So if you're running and jumping and moving weight or working out in the gym, uh, you need your tissues to uh, have, their, uh, have the stiffness of, that they need. You need tissues to be able to accept a high, uh, high amount of load. 
and uh, you want the tissue to be able to uh, to absorb some of the energy that you're putting into it uh, so it doesn't break. Um, so now when you decrease those things, uh, your tissue is now a fundamentally weaker and you're more likely to then get a bigger injury in the future. Um, now on that Along that same line, uh, corticosteroids actually decrease the strength of the tissue attachment to the bone. So let's say that's where your biceps connects uh, on, onto the radius or the biceps connects um, on, onto, the, uh, onto the humerus. Uh, or let's say that's where your quad connects onto your uh, tibia. Um, or, or your Achilles connects on to the uh, heel. Uh, now, if you make these connections points fundamentally weaker, and then you apply uh, a force greater than what it's then able to handle, um, you will get injured, and it will be a much worse injury than the previous injury you were trying to fix and uh recover from. Um, now, again, along that same lines, corticosteroids actually decrease the strength of bone. So it's going to decrease your bone, bone, bone mineral density, um, uh, which makes your bones weaker. Uh, so, guys, uh, these are all things you do not want to happen. Um, especially if you're an active person and you do a lot of weightlifting, a lot of running, a lot of jumping, uh, you need your body to be strong. Um, so, uh, what happens if you get a bunch of, of these injections uh, and you uh, try and use those injections to fix your problem? Well, you get get the injection. Um, you feel a little bit better. You're told that you're pretty much fixed. Uh, you go back to the gym. You continue to train. You continue to, to run. Continue to do everything you were doing, uh, which led you to get hurt in, in the first place. Uh, unloading your body in the same uh, negative ways, which then caused that injury. Um, now... Now you're loading it on a uh, tissue that is fundamentally weaker. Um, and you then develop that same pain a second time. Uh, or or you hopefully, hopefully not, but maybe you even have a bigger injury, which then sets you back even, even further. Okay, guys, uh, when, when you get that injection uh, and... Uh, you know, it might not be the, the activity that's actually bad. You know, running and jumping and squatting and pressing and cleaning and snatching, they're all great for the body to actually do. Uh, but there might be something about the way that you're moving, um, which then uh, stresses the body in a way that it doesn't really like, which then leads to it breaking down and leads to you experiencing the pain that you're having. You get a Band-Aid on it, a.k.a. the shot. Uh, you now can't feel the stresses that you're putting on your body. You think you're good to keep on putting more. Then all of a sudden, you're a little bit 
a few weeks down the road, you're in more pain than than you were originally. Um, and now the the process to then get better is even a a lengthier one. So, what is the best solution? Uh, one, skip the corticosteroid injection. You do not need it. Uh, this should be a last line of treatment prior to surgery, and majority of the time, you should not need an injection. Um, so the key here is you've got to identify the problem and you've got to identify the root cause of that problem. Um, if, if you, uh, develop that problem, you just didn't uh, develop it for, for no reason. Uh, there's something about the way that you're moving or there's something about the amount that you're moving or, uh, the ability for your body to to recover from the stresses that you're putting on your body, which is then causing your body to break down and uh, develop the problem that you're having. So the key is to treat the problem at the root. Okay, so treat the problem at, at the root cause, fix the underlying issues which are actually causing problem, then progress yourself back in uh, into the training and the exercises that you really want to do um, in a gradual manner until you can do them at your previous level uh, with those underlying mechanics fixed or the underlying volume issue fixed. Okay, guys? So uh, if you're an athlete and you have uh, been to the doctor a few times and they just keep on wanting uh, to do these uh, corticosteroid injections or they really uh, just say, you know, you shouldn't squat again, you shouldn't run. Those things are terrible for the body. You're going to break. You're fragile. Uh, guys, then you really need to find somebody else who knows what you do, um, knows that the human body's meant to move, um, and someone who can help you overcome the problem that you're having uh, without any kind of injection um, and help you do the activities that you really want to do for as long as you really want to do them uh, because that's what the human body is meant to be able uh, to do. It's, it's meant to move. It's meant to be used. Um, and... Uh, Whatever you want to do, you you can do. Uh, so, hi guys. Uh, so if you're having any problems and you're experiencing some kind of problem and you're just not sure about, uh, feel free to send over a message, uh, pick up the phone, uh, and I uh, give me a, a call. Um, uh, guys, I'll be happy to chat with you. Happy to guide you in the in the right direction, uh, happy to help you overcome the problem that you're having and continue with the sports and activities that you really want to do. So this is Dr. Tansini. Uh, thanks for tuning in today and I look forward to talking with you next time. Uh, so have a great day.
Okay, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you found the content useful, and I hope it helps you avoid an unneeded surgery uh, or an unneeded injection in the future. Now, in practice, my goal is to save 1 million active individuals from the unneeded surgeries, injections, and pain meds that they don't need while helping them stay active and performing the activities that they love to do. Now, guys, I cannot reach that many people all by myself. I really need your help. So if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your friends, with your families, or with anyone who you feel really needs to hear it. By doing so, you may just save that person from an unneeded surgery or injection that they really do not need. If you're not following me yet on social media, find me on Instagram at drtank underscore dpt and on Facebook at ground to overhead physical therapy. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you guys here again next time on the Move With Tank podcast. Okay, guys, this is Dr. Tansini with the Ground to Overhead PT. And uh, today I've got two really special guests with me, Chad and Kelly Edwards of, of CrossFit Local. And uh, CrossFit Local's, you know, a pretty special place for me personally, as uh, that's where my CrossFit journey started and uh, actually where I met my wife. And uh, so, uh, needless to say, um, it's, it's been a pretty huge part of, of mine of my family's life and uh, I just wanted to sit down and talk with Chad and Kelly and uh, let you guys hear their story and uh, kind of what they're up to over here at local. So, what's up Chad? How you guys doing? Hey, thanks for having us man. Appreciate it. Hey man, definitely. So, uh, so first, you know, like for, we've, we've known each other for a while now, right? But, uh, yeah. but uh, for, for someone who's, who's never heard you, uh, What's your story? You know, and, and, and we can we can start with either one and just kind of go through it. Okay. Um, so you know, the CrossFit Local opened in uh, 2010, and um, you know, we we kind of basically it, there were a couple girls who who started the gym um, before us, you know, and and so I was um, I was coaching here myself, and um, you know, after a few months, they kind of decided to. To go a different path, you know, they, um, I think maybe this wasn't quite what they thought it would be, you know, and so they asked um, Kelly and myself to um, kind of take over things here, and at that time, I think we had like maybe 30 or 40 members, um, it's a pretty small gig, you know, um, 2,000 square feet, and that was like, that was everything, so that was like office, you know, like welcome area, like it was all kind of crammed in there, you know, and um and so at that time we kind of took things over and um, just like grew super steadily like you know thinking business wise I mean I can remember being so ecstatic like the first time we hit like 100 members or you know even before that like 50 or 75 members or you know the first time that we hit like $10,000 in one month I was like this is you know hype for you yeah. um, just, just kind of getting to that point and then just growing it now to where 
you know, not only does it support myself full time, but also my wife full time. Um, you know, 17 other coaches part time, and um, you know, I mean, it's it's how we put food on the table. So, you know, being able to to get to that point where it's it's just so sustainable, and it's like, I mean, it is a part of our family essentially. You know, it's, yeah, it's super great. So. Yeah. So, so what'd you do uh, prior? So, so, like, what led you into? Uh, Taking over local, yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's just what I really yeah. want to do with my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. <laughs> uh, so you know, I um I went to to UNC, so right up the road, and um and it, it was so great that I just never left, basically. You yeah. Know, and um, were, you, were you from original? So close to Greensboro, okay. um, a little over an hour away, so really not that far, you know. But um, Kelly and I, we we were high school sweethearts, so we were okay. like dating, like you know, through yeah. high school, yeah, through college. <laughs> um, and stuff and so went to UNC studied extra sports science there and uh, started personal training at that time um, in Raleigh and uh, so I've been doing that for like a year or a year and a half and um, I saw the movie 300 yeah uh, if you remember yeah. Yeah, this is Spartan right yeah um, and so I, like I watched the movie and I was like what the hell are these guys doing man you know they're just shredded and they look great and stuff and so I was like I gotta figure this out you know so I jumped on uh, Google and um, kind of looked it up, and, and they had this, the 300 workout. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, kind of yeah. Like filthy 50, but yeah. 10 different exercises, 30 reps each kind of thing, you know? And um, somebody's like, sounds like CrossFit. And I was like, what the heck is CrossFit? And um, so I jumped on, found the website. And back then, the website, you know, it was, ju it was literally just like the workout. Like, there, were, there wasn't all this, like, production mm -hmm. like there is now, you know? And um, so the workout uh, was called Helen. So it's three rounds per time, right? Run 400 meters. 21 kettlebell swings and 12 pull-ups. I was like, that's it? Like, that's the whole workout? Like, what the heck, you know? And so uh, so I was like, all right, sure, man. I mean, our gym happened to have some kettlebells at that time. And uh, and so I did uh, did the first round RX, you know? Came back in, did the second round, had to, had to drop to the ladies' weight, you know? And then, like, came back in for the third round, had to do jumping pull-ups. And the time was like... Uh, was like 19 minutes <laughs> yeah and then like I said like I laid on the ground for like another 19 minutes after that you know and uh and I, I was like like I can see into the future you know like my whole like trajectory yeah. has changed right like for my own training at least and so I started doing it and just loving it you know and um and so then I started training my my clients that way right and they were just seeing like huge gains you know in strength and agility and stuff like that and and so I was like, all right, like this is really good. Like this is what I want to dedicate myself to, you know. And I was kind of in like a, a global gym kind of thing at that yeah. time. And so very quickly found out that my vision and that gym's vision didn't necessarily match up. Yeah. You know. Um, and so I kind of broke off, started doing some personal training at another CrossFit in the area. And um, and so that was going pretty well. And then I also started like kind of, you know, working out at a CrossFit myself, because I had just been doing it, like, you know, just me and a buddy, yeah. right, at a global gym, so actually training at a CrossFit, and, um, and then that's where it kind of starts to tie in, you know, that was at CrossFit Durham, which is okay, yeah. a little bit longer. Yeah, you right? guys so we're, are, are the two OGs in the area. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. There's another gym called, like, um, it's like 21 CrossFit or Orange CrossFit or something. They've been yeah. around a little bit longer. I'm not sure if they're still around or not. But okay. essentially, like, those two gyms, you know, CrossFit Durham kind of spawned our location here in Chapel Hill. Yeah. Um, and so, 
you know, that was, that was way back in the day, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's, and then that's kind of where it ties in with like the local stories. So. Okay. Yeah. What about, what about you, Gail? Um, I <laughs> was always intimidated to do CrossFit. Um, I always thought it was for really hardcore fit people and everybody threw up afterwards. And so like, I didn't know why anybody would really put themselves through that. <laughs> <laughs> so I like refused to do it for a really Back long time. Back in the puky, the clown days. Yeah. Uncle Rabdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, no, I don't really think I'm interested in that. Um, and so I, you know, kept doing the elliptical at the regular gym, and then I even did, um, what was that one I did? It was a video at home. Um, I did one, and it took, like, forever. And um, I just didn't have the time for it. And Chad's like, would you please just try CrossFit? It's really efficient. Um, oh, you're talking about P90X. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, back when that was really a thing. And, um, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, no. And so... He's like, I know, just try like CrossFit Kids. <laughs> and so I did their their big dogs program. So okay. it was the one that like, you know, for like teenagers. Um, and it felt like doable and it was fun and I could do it during my lunch break at work. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, and so I could fit it in really quickly and um, started to really like it. And then I finally came to the gym one day. Um, well, and I'll say too, like when, when you first started, like, you know, you were a nurse, so working the night shift, you know, um, just feeling like it kind of came to this point where you're like, oh, I feel so, so unhealthy, terrible and like tired, like starting terrible. to gain weight, you know, like, is this the rest of my life? Yeah. You know, and she basically like broke down and I was like, all right, here's the deal. I was like, no bread, no pasta for one week, right? CrossFit kids at home, like no one around, no clock, nothing, yeah. you know? And, um, and I remember your first workout was like 200 air squats for yeah. yeah. And you probably did pretty and, sure and that's, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Like she did the workout and she's like, I can do it. Like squatting is awesome. Like, you know, this is way better yeah. than the elliptical, you know? And, um, yeah. and, and literally within one week, she lost five pounds. That's awesome. You know, just cutting that crap out. And um, so anyways, now, go ahead. Um, yeah. Yeah, I finally came to the gym and it was a little intimidating because I mean, I've never seen a barbell or touched one. And, there were girls in here that looked like they were throwing around a lot of weight, and there were girls doing pull-ups, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never been able to do a pull-up in my life. And, um, but it was cool to see that. Um, it, was, it was empowering, actually, to, like, to see other women doing Absolutely. that. Um, and the warm-up um, that day was a 400-meter run, and I still don't like to run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it was, you know, one lap around the building, and about halfway through, I was like, ah, I feel like I really need to, like, stop and walk. <laughs> and I was like, this is terrible. This is the warm-up. The warm and I was, like, stopping to walk. And I remember there was a girl, and she, she doubled back to, to run yeah. with me. And she's like, it's okay, Kelly. Like, you know, just put one foot one foot in front of the other, and um, and just keep keep moving. Like, talk with me until we get back. And um, I was just so encouraged by that. I just thought it was so nice. Yeah. Um, that like, somebody cared that I was like the yeah. last person on the run. You know. Yeah. Um, and, um, and everybody was just cheering you on and encouraging, and it was just not like anything I had been a part of before. Yeah. Um, and I was definitely one of those people who, you know, when I was learning the lifts, that was like where. Where do my hands go again for the snatch? And is the clean, is that the one I catch overhead? Like, you know, just kind of having to remember all of it. Um, and so it's really cool now, um, you know, being able to do push-ups and pull-ups and to lift a lot of weight. And, um, but yeah, thinking about like owning the gym, like I always tell people that I, it was not anything that was ever 
on my radar that I never thought that was going to be my life trajectory, like owning a gym. Um, you know, in my mind, I was going to be a nurse and a nurse practitioner, and, and I am, but that's like, that's all I was going to do. Yeah. And now, like, I just do that per diem, and like, the gym is my full time job, which is really fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, how does the gym uh, fit into both your guys' kind of like personal missions? Like, uh, what is your personal mission uh, behind, uh, you know, doing what you do? Because, I mean, it takes a lot of effort to do something like you guys do here, like year after year, day after day, and to, uh, you know, build what you guys have built. Um, and, uh, you know, so like, what's that driving, um, you know, mission behind uh, what you guys do? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I think that it's really important um, kind of when you find your calling, right? It needs to be an overlap of your time, your treasure, and your talent, you know? So, like, what do you have time for? Absolutely. Obviously, you know, what, like, what means a lot to you? And then also, like, what are you good at? Yeah. You know? Um, so, fortunately, this is, is the overlap of all three for us, okay. you know? And it's gotten to the point now where it's, it's like so great because, you know, I mean, I get to bring my kids and my wife to work 95% of the days that I'm here, yeah. you know? And um, so it's, it's become something super special for us, obviously. So, you know, I think um, seeing the change in Kelly um, has, has been really formative for, you know, what I think my mission is here. You know, like in the beginning, probably I was like, we're gonna start this and we're only training games athletes. You know, like we're all going to the games, right? Because that's kind of how it was back in the day, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. like the very first CrossFit games, you just sign up and go, you know, like there's no yeah. qualification, right? And then, you know, we were, we were fortunate and then we had a few athletes like yourself and a couple others, you know, who went to regionals and we had like a couple individuals and teams like in that kind of field too. But, yeah. you know, seeing the change in Kelly where you have a female who in high school yeah, wears, say, like, wears pants every day because she's like, doesn't like her legs. legs and stuff, you know, yeah. and the way she looks and stuff. And seeing her go from that, you know, not being able to do a push-up, not being able to pull up, to being able to do a muscle-up and a handstand push-up and, you know, walk around, like, shoulders back, like, Absolutely. big, like, ear-to-ear -ear grin, you know, when she does something. Um, well, it's really here. cool. It's like, I hear other people, like, say to me when I was saying about those other girls that I saw at the yeah. gym, you know, not that I'm intimidating, but that... Um, but they're like, wow, like she can do pull ups, she can lift a lot of weight. To think that, like, I'm, I'm that girl now that, you know, is inspiring other women um, to pick up a barbell. It's really cool. Um, and having a daughter myself, like, her being able to, like, grow up here and, like, see that is yeah. like, really awesome. Yeah. So, so how is uh, having a few kids now? <laughs> well, <laughs> right, like, your side. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It makes uh, working out more challenging. You have to be a little creative. Um, so I, mean, I can like, warm up and work out in like 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think like we're real efficient. Yeah. And I was actually, um, one of my memories came up on Facebook today, um, and I was actually working out with Evelyn. Um, okay. So, like, I had her in a carrier and I was doing squats and lunges. So, sometimes you just want to buy your workout and you do it with them. Um, you know, sometimes I only have time to lift or I only have time to wad, um, but you try to do something. Yeah. Um, one of our coaches is a mom of three young boys, and she's like, you know what? showed up today and you moved your body like that's a win yeah. <laughs> and um and it is some days it is because you don't get a lot of sleep or you're just you're not feeling like doing it but you're here anyway yeah um, 
and um, and it's really cool. Um, like I said, when you know you see Evelyn like start to do some of the things you're doing, like they're emulating your movements. And like, wow, like they're noticing, and, and fitness is just fun for them. Like it's yeah. not it doesn't feel like working out, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a little it's challenging. And it's a little different, but it's still fun. So so what would you tell anyone who's uh, know pregnant or uh, going through like CrossFit uh, before or, or after having a child um, what would you tell them since you go you you're on you're on round two yeah I did I did CrossFit through both my pregnancies and after um, I would say that I probably wouldn't start CrossFitting um, if you have not already been doing it and you're pregnant um, but I think it's safe to, um, to move your body in ways that you're The most important thing is to listen to your body. Um, um, it, it gives you feedback and lets you know, like, oh, maybe that was too much, or no, you could, you yeah. can still do those things. Um, so I just did whatever I felt was comfortable and, and safe, um, and just try to maintain. It's definitely not the time to set PRs and you yeah. know, things like that. Um, I think harder for me was not working out while I was pregnant, but actually after, because um, you feel like, okay, well, now like I look mostly like myself. And I'm not pregnant anymore, so I should be able to do the weights and movements that I've always done, but it's a lot of work to have a baby, <laughs> and, um, and I, think, all stars. I think <laughs> it's a lot of work, so um, yeah, I definitely appre appreciate Audrey for that, um, but yeah, I think just um, try to be patient with your body and just knowing that it's been through a lot and it's recovering, um, and just knowing that it's fine that you're not lifting the weights that you used to lift right away. say I mean having done this for a while now um, your focus shifts you know from the short term to the long term right like in the beginning you're just like how do I get you know the faster friend time you know like that's my main focus you know as opposed to now we're like how do we keep this business going for you know 10 20 30 years you know like I would like to retire from here you know yeah. I mean um, you know, and so having that focus, like, when you're pregnant or, you know, like, when you're coming into this is super important, you know, like, we don't want to burn the candle at both ends, right? We want to be yeah. fit, as fit or fitter, you know, a decade from now than we are right now. So just yeah. being, just being patient, man, you know, you just, it's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Yeah. You know, like, you just be patient, man, keep working, like, keep your nose to the grindstone, like, it's all going to be worth it. Absolutely. So, so how do you guys, um, you know, essentially playing playing the long game, you know, playing the long game is true game. Have you ever read the book, uh, the the Infinite Game? I think that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. okay, super super cool book. You guys, uh, I should read it. But yeah. it, but it but it talks about that. It talks about like the the finite versus the the infinite game of just like life, mm -hmm. and about how like uh, uh, you know how like life is an, an infinite game just like business is an, an infinite game and then health is an infinite game and like uh, to play in an infinite game you can't play by those finite rules so like you can't like come in here and like try and PR your your friend time every day like like you're gonna you know degrade in other ways right right, right. Um, so like how do you guys work to uh, or like what kind of stuff do you guys do here at the gym um, 
which help your members like build that long term sure. uh, fitness. Like like because you know back in the day, you know the CrossFit game. I mean, CrossFit was like the CrossFit Games, and right. just, it's like you said, it's right. uh, it was on ESPN, and uh, everyone thought like every CrossFit gym in the area like right. looked exactly like the CrossFit Games, right? And, uh, but now, like with the whole like shift into like health focus. Uh, with the cross of the brand, um, uh, what like like a, what do you guys do to kind of like live out that longer, wholer health? Like, yeah, yeah, good question, man. I mean, I think um, Kelly and I are, are both just kind of naturally like long-term focused people, you know. Um, I mean, we kind of live live our personal lives that way, you know, and in our business lives too. You know, I mean, we're a huge believer in like not taking on debt and you know like just living within your means and stuff yeah. like that you know um, and just being super satisfied with you know your lot in life you know what I mean yeah. like it's a lot better to be satisfied with what you have and be always chasing something and feeling like unfulfilled yeah you know so um, I, I think that you know we've kind of done that personally and, and tried to lead by example too you know I mean at this point like I started CrossFit yeah, 2007. Um, so, I mean, gosh, almost 13 years now, you know, and, and how do you stay injury-free for that long, you know, and, and maintain, you know, I mean, I, I did Elizabeth the other day, and I was like, I'm going to smash this, and then I realized, like, oh, yeah, I've gained, like, 20 or 25 pounds since I said that, <laughs> you know, time, so, like, ring dips probably aren't my forte anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, and but the thing is, like, that's okay, you know, it's, it's all right because, you know, I've started to, to take on other goals, right? Kind of yeah. expanding into, like, strongman and Highland stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, so kind of, like, expanding my base knowledge, you know, and it's okay to let a couple other things, like, come down a little bit, you know? I mean, I still have the ability to do 45 cleans and 45 ring dips, you know, not quite as fast as I used to be, but, you know, that's all right. Yeah. Um, and so... I think it's it's super important to lead by example when you talk about you know having long-term focus you know obviously um, for both of us and then also just realizing that you know it's, it's good to constantly be learning you know um, so we have a, a, a Highland event in April and I kind of fallen told Kelly I was like I signed I her up, sign up, you know. And, and I was like, they have a strong mom category, right? And I was like, do they really? They they do. And is I was this, like, this baby one in Concord. This is in Concord. Concord yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at North Fitness. So, yeah. I, so I basically signed her up, and I was like, hey, baby, doing it, you know. <laughs> and, and but the thing is, like that stuff to me is so fun, you know, because it because it's new, yeah. right? I mean, part of the reason why we fell in love with CrossFit is because it's different, and there's so much to learn. You know, I mean, we have people who own CrossFits and who own, like, a physical therapy business. Like, part of the passion is teaching and learning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so to take something like CrossFit, like, you've been doing it for a really long time, you're pretty good at it, and it builds a base level of knowledge in as wide of a, a swath as possible, you know, and then start to apply it to something that you're not as good at and you got to learn. Yeah. You know, it's, it makes it fun again. Yeah. Right. And so um, I, I would say in my training, that's kind of been one of the things where it's like, like try something new, learn something, you know, and, and just kind of lead by example. Yeah. So. Nice. I told him I wasn't training for it other than doing CrossFit because CrossFit is supposed to prepare you yeah. um, to be good at other sports. 
Um, so I wanted to kind of see how well it carried over without specifically training for it. I mean, I'm learning how to do some of the movements that are, that are yeah. unique to it, but um, somebody asked me the other day if it was fun, and I was like, well, I mean, I guess it's fun like, to do something different, so um, it's frustrating because I'm not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you get kind of used to, like, you know, I've been doing these crossfit movements for 10 years now, so it's, it's like they, they feel like secondhand, and then these are completely formed. Yeah. And um, Chad's like, it's okay, you can be patient with yourself when you've done this movement like twice ever. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to be proficient at it yet, you know. Um, so it's been kind of fun um, just to do something different. So, so what would you tell to someone trying CrossFit and looking at CrossFit saying, oh man, I, I can't, I can't do this. It's yeah, I mean, that was like, um, it's good for me to probably do stuff like that periodically because I think it reminds me of how these people feel when they're new to CrossFit. Um, that I'm sure they feel the same way. Like, they probably feel a little frustrated. Um, like, you know, I can't remember which one is the difference between the jerk and, you know, those kind of movements. Um, but I think just, um, I always tell people um, when they're first starting job is to just show up um, that you know we have amazing coaches and they're going to take them through every part of the workout so they're going to warm them up they're going to do the right stretches they're yeah. going to show them how to do the movement and how to do it safely they're going to help them figure out what's the most appropriate weight for them um, they're going to go through the workout they're going to talk about different scaling and modification options um, so literally like you just have to show up, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then and they'll take it from there. And I think that takes off a lot of pressure of, well, what if I don't know what to do? What if I don't do it right? And like yeah. That. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, which, like, how are, like, what's something you're doing here? Uh, like, like, do you guys have anything built in to, like, help your members um, play that long game for, for help? So, so like, I, I know you guys do a ton of, like, extra stuff for, for all the members, whether it's the, you know, uh, challenges or whether it's the, you know, the seminars or whether it's, uh, you know, the, the whole week dedicated to your members. Um, you know, you guys, you guys do, do a ton. So, uh, so what, are, what are some things um, that, you know, you guys may do to help kind of, like, a, I'm going to reinforce the long game and a reinforce and ultimately just better someone's life. I know that we do um, we do goal setting sessions, like okay. quarterly goal setting sessions awesome. with our members. Um, so they can either like if, if they don't know what a goal is, then we'll kind of sit down and help them work out the specifics of a goal. Um, or if they you know, for example, I already know I want to get a pull up, then we'll use that time to actually spend one on one in the gym. Let's go through a pull up progression. Let's see where you are now and come up with realistic goals to to help them get okay. to those things. That's great. Um, so that's one thing that we do. We also have um, a committed club, um, so okay. once people have attended 100 classes, they earn a committed club shirt, right. and then at um, 25, 50, and 75 classes, we give them little gifts on okay. the way to just sort of, you know, encourage them as, as they're on their journey um, to say, you know, good job on your commitment to, to coming in here on the regular. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, um, kind of the, like, uh, failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah. So it's it's easy just to come in here and you know you just come in for an hour and then you leave and that's it. But the people who who have the best results are the people who get plugged in, who take advantage of the, the skill sessions and goal setting sessions and stuff. You know, who come to social events and all that stuff. Like the more you lean into the process, the more you're going to get out of it. You know. So um, for us as business owners, though, I think it just having systems in place. 
you know, I mean, I would love to say that every every single day I think about all 170 members, you know, <laughs> like I, I just can't, you know, and so having those systems where, okay, they haven't checked in in a week, they get a text, you know, 10 days, they get a, an email or phone call or something like that, you yeah. know, and then also just making sure that there's there's a ton of noise in people's lives, you know, everyone is, is grappling for your attention, you know, so how do we say like, oh, this is really important to this member, you know, so we've got to make sure they know about it, you know, yeah. we got to post flyers here, we got to email, we got to, so, you know, you got you to try to get that information out in as many ways as possible. Yeah. Um, but I think the systems are huge because it just prevents people from falling through the cracks. Yeah. You know, because it's so easy just to be a face and like a, a sea of faces. You know? Yeah. So how, how do we make sure that person feels like super taken care of and gets what they need? Yeah. You know, um, because if they don't, then I feel like it's, we didn't do our job. Yeah. You know? I think I'll say that, um, you know, your question about like how do we kind of keep people connected and um, help them find that balance of just like longevity and health yeah. and wellness and things. Um, you know, we have our classes have levels of the workout in each one. So we have like a level one, a level two, and then the RX yeah. version. Um, and we found that that to be really helpful because you know, it used to just be like RX and not. And so yeah. it was just RX and then you scaled down to something else. And it's, you know, it can take a long time to be able to, to do an RX workout. Yeah. Um, and it can be really defeating if you just feel like, okay, I've been here for six months, nine months, a year, and I still can't do an RX workout. Um, and so it felt nicer to have like concrete goals of like a level one and then a level two. Yeah, so they absolutely. can start there and then say, okay, well now I'm gonna progress or try to become a level two athlete and then I can do that consistently. And so now my next goal is to kind of get somewhere toward, toward RX. And I gave people more definitive yeah. I think um, to work toward, which is really nice, and then we have like beginner-only classes. Okay. Like for people who are newer, they can go there, and then feel like they're kind of supported by people who are also new and yeah. and um, can relate to, to where they are right then. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, what would you guys tell someone who has, you know, they've only seen the CrossFit Games? Uh, they're intimidated by all, all everything. Uh, they haven't worked out in the last 15 years. Um, they're, they don't want to go just sit on the treadmill and uh, you know just sit in front of the TV. Um, but they're scared uh, to go and try something new. And they've heard a lot of bad things about how like people get hurt. We we all know here like um, like like CrossFit isn't bad for you. Like CrossFit is. Uh, an excellent way to stay healthy and um, enjoying the CrossFit gym is like one of the best ways to do so because you have coaching and someone to help instruct like mind you're monitoring volume you're monitoring uh, you know movement um, and uh, someone to talk to about hey hey man like you probably shouldn't be doing three classes a day seven days a week <laughs> like like uh, but um so so like what would you tell someone who's scared out of their mind but they're they got this little kind of itch like oh man it kind of looks cool but i'm scared deathless funny yeah and to jump back to your like crossfit is dangerous thing there's there used to be this guy who was on level one staff saying it's candy stump and he used to say you know how many people have heard crossfit is dangerous and a bunch of people raised their hands and he was like 
he's like, well, you know, anything can be dangerous, right? He's like, you know, if you take your toothbrush and you brush your <laughs> eyeball with it, yeah. you know, then your toothbrush can be dangerous. So I, I always think it's a funny story. But, um, you know, I mean, we have tried to take CrossFit and, and break it into as many pieces to give everyone what they, what they need, yeah. right? What they want, what they need. And so, you know, the people who want the the competitive side of it or the weightlifting side of it or whatever, you know, like we try to provide that piece, you know, but for the people who are scared out of their minds, like don't like barbells, you know, we also have the ignition boot camp program or the beginner only classes or whatever, you know, so when you come in here, the most important thing is, is I want you, to, I want three things, right? I want you, number one, to be safe. Number two, I want you to learn something. And number three, I want you to have fun. And if myself or my coaches can do those three things, you're gonna have a member for life, you know, if you can consistently do that. So, you know, we're gonna make sure that when you come in that, that you have a good time, that you're safe, you know, and then like from you, we just want the humbleness like to listen and to learn. Yeah. You know, and if you can learn one thing each time, you know, think like a year from now, you've learned 100 or 200 things, yeah. you know, and so it's just be patient, like trust the process, you know, and and just you're gonna make very slow progressive change over years. Yeah, you know, um, don't expect to come in here and have have the beach body in, in four weeks. Yeah. like that's that's not what this is about. You know, this is not a quick fix. It's not a magic pill. Like you're gonna go in there, and part of part of the process is it's gonna suck. You know, like it's gonna be tough. Like that's that's the whole thing of pushing yourself and be sore and all that stuff like that stuff's okay because it's short but you know in the long term like you're gonna get so much more out of it it's gonna be worth it you know so as long as people are willing to, to be humble and to learn and you know to trust the process and stuff like they're, they're gonna get what they want out of it as yep. long as they're not afraid of the whole hard work you know yeah absolutely I think yeah I hear, I hear that a lot So, so you can just give them a little bit of guidance moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of like sustainable too is um, like minimum effective dose, right? Yeah. And so, you know, what what's the smallest dose that we can give people to get the desired result? Because too much is injury or burnout. Backfires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, like if you put nitromethane in your car, like that is too much. Like you're gonna yeah. blow it up. You know. And so, like what can we give to get the desired effect, you know, but not risk injury, not risk burnout, you know, I think those things are super important for, like you said, playing the long term. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's crucial. Yeah. It's awesome, guys. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. Thank, thank you for you. coming, you know, it's, uh, you know, 
we've like I said we, we've known each other for a while now and uh, you know I, I think it's the first time we've ever like dug into like your stories mm. yeah. So, thanks for so, having us, yeah, yeah thank you we appreciate it yeah yeah thanks um, guys uh, CrossFit Local is uh, here, in, here in Chapel Hill uh, right on the bus route for all you uh, students um, so uh, if you're in town and looking to try out CrossFit definitely give them a shout uh, they're awesome people. The uh, group of members here are great, and uh, I think you'll uh, like it a lot. So, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Okay, guys, uh, this is Dr. Tansini here with Ground Overhead PT, and today we're talking with Morgan from CrossFit Chapel Hill, and uh, dive into her story and uh, all the awesome things she's doing over over at her gym. So, uh, Morgan, thank you for being here with Thanks us. Thanks for asking me to be here. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you've been doing CrossFit for a while now. Yes, about yeah. seven years. Um, I started in 2012, 2011, 2012. Yeah, so about okay. seven years. Mm -hmm. Why'd you start? Um, so, I, like I was talking to you about earlier, I was kind of doing some running, a little bit of yoga um, before I discovered this. Um, and I had a friend back in San Diego who was really passionate about CrossFit, um, started a CrossFit boot camp um, outside of us at this like park. Um, and then he ended up opening a gym in San Diego. So I just kind of fell into it that way okay. um, and ended up just completely falling in love with it. Nice. Yeah. And then, then how'd you end up over here? Because we're about 2,200 miles away. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I met a boy that was in the Marines, um, <laughs> and he got stationed out in North Carolina, so I followed him over. Okay. Um, didn't last, but I stayed here, which, yeah. is, which is good. It's, it's worked out well. Yeah. What do, you, what do you like better, here or uh, um, Cali? I like them both in different ways. I think Chapel Hill's a really awesome place. It's really nice. San Diego's a great place, too. Um, they're just so different. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of miss the city life a little bit, but um, but it's it's so nice out here. And I love yeah. the, the seasons. I've never lived in a place that had seasons, so that's yeah. kind of nice, too. I um, mean, in the past week, I think we've had all, all four. We've had all of the seasons. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's great. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, um, so so then how did you then uh, choose to open up a gym? So, uh, yeah. you know, like... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you, how'd you get into the coaching side of things? Then also, how'd you get into deciding to open up your gym? Cool, yeah. So, um, back when I was in San Diego, um, my, my home gym was called CrossFit Hillcrest. It was okay. over in Hillcrest. Um, and, like I said, I just totally fell in love with it. Um, I was there all the time. I was there helping, just kind of hanging out in the classes. I would help clean. I just wanted to be there all the time. So... Um, eventually, uh, the, the owner and um, a couple of the other people, they got together and they helped me get my L1, which was really yeah, awesome. Nice. So I got my L1 and then kind of started interning there and then coaching. Um, so that's where it started. Um, so when I moved here, I knew I wanted to find a gym, I wanted to find a community, and I wanted to try and coach if I could. Um, and that's when I found the original CrossFit Chapel Hill okay. with, the, with the first owner. Um, so started uh, coaching just kind of part-time a little bit. I was had another job when I first moved here, okay. so coached a little bit. Um, and then he ended up asking me to, to be like a full-time manager, full-time coach. So fell into that. Okay. Again, just fell in love with this community that, we've, that we have. Um, and 
I was here full time. Um, then he ended up selling the gym um, okay. to another another gym, yeah. um, and then that just kind of didn't really work out so well. So Mike and I ended up um, taking it over about two and a half years ago, and wasn't really kind of in the cards before that. Just okay. wasn't really think we weren't really ever thinking about doing something like that, and then it just kind of everything fell into place. Um, okay, nice. Took it over, and yeah. It's, it's been the best thing that we've done. So, so yeah. what was the uh, major like driving factor in being like, yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it over and, um, you know, we give really, it up. yeah, we we um, kind of saw where we were at, and it was just not really working for us. It was not really working for our community, and um, the biggest thing for me and the biggest thing for us is is that community, and we wanted to to move it so that we had a chance to grow. We had a chance to you know, keep our people happy and we could keep, you know, doing all the things that we wanted to do. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then you moved into this location, what, about two years ago? Yeah, about, about two years ago. Two mm -hmm. years ago? Yeah. Nice. And um, so uh, can, can you tell everyone who, who uh, can't see us right now yeah. where it's at? So we're in the Timberline Shopping Center. Um, right next to you, there's a Joe Van Gogh and there's a little chocolate shop. Um, but yeah, it's a really great area. Uh, we've really fallen in love with with this shopping center too. We've, um, you know, with our neighbors, we've got the Joe yes. Go and we've got the flower shop over there, and um, a lot of great restaurants around here. So it's just a really nice area. Um, we have the Orange Theory too, which has been actually really good for us. It's awesome. um, just bringing people into the the shopping yeah. center. So yeah, it's a great location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so do you? get many students because you're kind of like right on the bus route essentially yeah we have a lot of students okay. um it's great um you know we get that influx in august and then yeah. you know summertime it, it drops a little bit but um luckily we have we have a pretty good balance between students and and you know maybe a little bit older than that okay um but yeah definitely definitely high student population yeah and then uh you guys also do a lot of kind of like youth sports here too right we do yes yeah. so and matt cialdini he does um the youth boys um he calls it the gains group so he's taken he actually started here with probably like a handful of guys and he's grown it and he's got just his classes are packed every that, night which is awesome is awesome for him yeah yeah he's great yeah yeah, he, he gets everybody super pumped up and excited, and he's really grown his program. And he's actually helped us grow our barbell program a lot, too. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, yeah. So, so did you guys uh, run, like, a barbell club once a week? Or? Mm -hmm. We do it actually three times a week. Nice. It started once, um, and then kind of Matt came in and, and helped us with it, got everybody pretty pumped up and excited yeah. to, to do it. And, and we've kind of fine-tuned the, the barbell programming now. So um, we have it's awesome. pretty good following for that we do it tuesday night thursday night and then sunday morning nice so yeah. do you guys have anyone do like local meets in the area or? we don't we've actually we've had a little bit of interest um but we haven't we haven't we haven't quite gotten there yet but i think people definitely would be interested in oh, something like that yeah they, they need to sign up i know i'll have to tell, tell them to talk to you too yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so fun like man i i i looked at elite meets for like probably like three, four, five years from yeah. like afar, I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, like, uh, it's I like, a great I like experience. Living. Yeah, yeah I've, I've done a couple and just had a lot of fun. Just haven't haven't done it in a few years. Yeah, but I think our people would definitely be interested. Yeah, in something nice. Like that. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah. So, um, now, 
when you when you took over the gym, okay, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, was it like what was your mission or your purpose for the gym? So so you said you know getting a bunch of awesome people together and you know having a large group of people who yeah. act like a family. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. Like like uh, I know that you know like it's harder. Anyone says you know I'm gonna open up the CrossFit gym and that's how like like I'm just gonna do it just to just to make money. Yeah. That's definitely it. Was not wasn't here yeah. to just make money, or we weren't here to just make money. Um, we're both Mike and I are both, and I think we're really passionate about people, and we're really passionate about um, community, and we're really passionate about making people feel good and making them better. Mm -hmm. And I think we've done a really good job at helping people feel like this is a second home and then helping people feel stronger and better and faster and just better overall. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest driving factor for us. Nice, it's just, nice. it's just having, yeah, good community, having people feel good, get better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. So like, are um, CrossFit's like the a landscape has changed over the last mm -hmm. 10 years, like 10, 10 years ago it was, all right, let's all throw down and, you know, someone's garage and mm -hmm. do, you know, go as hard as we can, mm -hmm. compete. Uh, that was back with like Pukey the Clown yeah. and like yeah. uh, Uncle, yeah. Uncle Rabdo yeah. and yeah. all those guys. <laughs> and uh, like it's, it used to be very competition focused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, now uh, it's kind of evolved more into like the health side of things. Yeah. And like, uh, where do you guys fall with like how, how the focus is more at the gym? Yeah. So we, I think originally when we started, we wanted to be um, more of the competitive gym in the area, and we kind of learned that that's going to be a very small population of people that yeah. want to really compete. Um, we have a lot of really good athletes here, which has been awesome, and, and they've seen a lot of improvements, um, but we really um, try to focus just more on the general population of just getting people in here and making them better, not necessarily trying to make them like a regionals or games athlete or yeah. anything like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, so all fitness levels here and like I said, you know, seen seen a lot of improvements with, with everybody at, at each level. So it's good. It's great. So like uh, what would you tell someone who's like never or they've heard of CrossFit, they've seen the CrossFit games on T V, mm -hmm. they're like, man, they're all ripped. You know, they're doing things that, you know, I, I can't even do a do a pull up mm -hmm. like like how the heck am I going to go in there and uh, do what they're asking me to do like, like uh, and they're scared out of their mind but they still have this itch like I'm a, yeah. I, I need to ask because I need help well, I always tell those people yeah. uh, the athletes you're watching on the Netflix documentaries um, those people are machines yeah. we will never be like that here yeah. <laughs> most of us um, so just try it out. Everyone can do it. Like I said, we've had people of all different levels, all different ages. Um, the great thing about CrossFit is that you know everything can be scaled or modified, um, so that you can do. You can, you can basically do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, that's the um, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can do ring rows and eventually work yourself to maybe like an assisted pull-up and then eventually get to a pull-up. So, you know, you can, you can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, do you guys have any kind of, like, 
procedure that you guys go through when like someone like that who's hasn't worked out in five years come in and they're like, you know, I need to work out. I was told that I, I have these these health problems, and um, like, like I, you know, I always get hurt because I always start the gym and go. Three months later, like I'm gone because I'm dealing with some kind of injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of um, things do you guys do to help those people? You know, progress and then be able to maintain their health mm-hmm. and and improve your fitness for the for the long term. So kind of as far as like on ramping and yeah stuff yeah like yeah that. yeah. Um, so new athletes, brand new to CrossFit or just new athletes in general, we do um, put them through. We have a little on ramp program. It's we haven't quite fine-tuned it um, as well as I think we could, um, but we do on-ramp, we do like three private sessions where okay. we go through kind of all of the movements, all of the gymnastics movements, all of the all of your basic air squat, burpee, push-up, pull-up, um, that kind of thing. And then we'll go through all the barbell movements. Um, and then just in classes, we just make sure they know um, you know, do what you're able to do. Our coaches are really good about making sure people aren't doing more than they should be doing yeah. and they're moving safely and, and um, you know, basically not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, we also have a boot camp program too, and that's been really good for new, new athletes. Um, that one's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and that's, it's pretty similar to our CrossFit program. We just don't do barbells. Okay. So a lot of times we'll try to guide our new folks into the, the boot camp as well, especially if they seem a little, maybe a little bit intimidated yeah. um, by CrossFit. Um, we'll kind of try to steer them towards the boot camp, and that's been really good too. And we've had a lot of a lot of our boot camp athletes have been with us for years and months and years, and um, sometimes they'll move in. A few of them will move into the CrossFit program eventually, yeah. but a lot actually end up liking staying there so that's awesome. yeah i think that's that's a really good like intro or entry level kind of beginner program yeah um, and that's good for really anybody can do that yeah there's um that i mean that's a that's a great model i have i have a mm-hmm. buddy with the gym down just outside charlotte yeah and uh like he he started his boot camp and um now his, his gym has been around forever it's you know thriving but like he started this real awesome boot camp mm-hmm. similar fashion to yours yeah and like people People love it, yeah. And, and it's like a lot of the crossfitters come over, do the boot camp, yeah. and then then they go back to the, yeah. the crossfit yep. side. And then mm-hmm. the boot campers might come into the boot camp mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, like this is um, this is really really fun." But like, I think I want to try some of those things. So yeah. they go over, yeah, and do the other parts. So yeah. do, do you guys tend to kind of have the same thing? Yeah, we do definitely. Yeah, we'll have some some folks come over to the crossfit. You know, once they've done boot camp for a few months and they feel comfortable they'll start to do like you know maybe some Saturday CrossFit classes and then eventually move over um we do actually have some CrossFitters that'll go do some boot camp workouts too just every now and then just you know if they don't feel like doing snatches or something one day they'll go and do a boot camp workout so yeah it works works pretty well nice yeah Mm -hmm. it's awesome Mm -hmm. so like um with with uh the gym Okay, now uh, you said like building that nice group is, mm-hmm. is, is what you want to do. It sounds like, like you've, you've really worked hard to do that. Um, now, why? Why is, why is that, that important? You know, like it's, uh, why, why, is, why is that your mission? Um, 
kind of like I said too, I just, I really, I really care about people. And I, I, I've been to gyms where, or I've been just places where, you know, you go in somewhere and you don't feel comfortable and you, you don't feel like, um, super welcome or you, or you, you know, just don't really feel great. And I, and I don't ever want to be that gym. I want everybody who walks in, in here to just, to feel good and, and to want to be here. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just always been something that, that's been very important to me. Okay. And I think that's, that's what's made us successful is because people do feel like, um, we really care about them. Yeah. Um, and they can see that and they feel that and they really care about us in return. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's awesome. Been really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like, do you do anything uh, inside the gym, like events or any, we do. any kind of like uh, yeah. activities? Yeah, we do gym? a lot. We do a lot of, um, you know, like we'll do the clinics, we'll do a lot of socials. Um, so for Mike and my, we just recently got engaged and Congratulations, the gym buddy. threw yeah. us an engagement party, which nice. was like awesome. So like I, everybody's super close. So we do, you know, we'll do birthday parties and, and stuff like that. We've done couple in-house competitions I think we're going to try to do one again this summer okay um, but yeah a lot, a lot of social activity which is which is fun that's it's yeah. awesome yeah it's, it's awesome. good so uh-huh. like, do you have a pretty large showing for this yeah we do yeah. yeah um and we just had we did the um the second open of the year back in October um we ended up having like I feel like we had maybe 50 participants oh, that's in awesome. it every week which was yeah it was great yeah, yeah. so and then yeah. uh you guys have a, have a few Masters athletes, which are almost... We have, a, yeah, we yeah. do, yeah. We have some badass Masters athletes, yeah. yeah. Um, so, for, so, so. so for everyone who doesn't know what the Masters athlete is, it's, you know, your normal, normal adults who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they have full-time jobs, mm-hmm. they, you know, the lowest one is 35 to 40. Yeah. Most of the Masters are kind of up in that 40 to 60 range. We have our, I think, probably... At least five or six of our, maybe more, a lot of our master's athletes, they have bar muscle-ups, some of them have ring muscle-ups, one of our uh, master guys, he's probably, I think he's mid, early to mid-50s, handstand walks, like, he can do everything, it's amazing, yeah, Yeah. it's crazy to me, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's always great to see, like, uh, someone... Who's older, like mm-hmm. to go up against like a college kid? Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, lifting the same weight. Yeah. Doing <laughs> more advanced movements than them, it's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like age is just a number. Yeah. Right. It's uh, mm-hmm. one of those things. Like everyone has the ability to mm-hmm. stay active, stay healthy, and do whatever they want for the yeah. rest of their yeah. life. Yeah. It's you very know? inspiring to to watch those guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, with that, like, how is the gym? actively working to uh, improve people's lives? Um, as far as just kind of making them... Yeah, yeah. So just in, in any, any way, any, anything that you uh, guys, you know, do um, to like really... So, I mean, improving your life is very broad, right? So uh-huh. it's... Uh, but, you know, we can improve our, our relationships. We can improve our fitness, our health, our diet. Yeah our sleep, um, all that um, stuff, so. Yeah, I guess we, um, hopefully this answers the question. Um, we are, for our gym, for our programming, I guess, um, we do, like, progressive programming. So, okay. um, 
our members know what to expect on every Monday or every Tuesday. Um, and we do the same movement, the same lift, or the same gymnastic skill. Yeah. Um, and we work on that on those certain days each week, and then we test and retest. And we've seen huge improvements um, doing it that way. Um, so I think, you know, when people come in here, they know that they're going to get better, and they want to yeah. get better. Um, and I think kind of what we've learned with our programming and doing it, the, the progressive, progressive programming is, yeah. is that. Um, that's really made a difference for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's crucial. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a progressive overload. It's how mm-hmm. the body adapts. Yeah. It's uh, like I, I know, like, look at some of the traditional CrossFit style programming. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just oh, let's go do yeah. or whatever, we'll throw it in the hopper thing. and yeah. pull, pull it out. And uh, that's that's not always the best way to. It's good to like about things. to do all the different movements, but maybe you know, you're not going to get better at muscle ups if you're doing it once every three weeks or whatever. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like we do, like these clinics, like have you come in and, yeah. and help us with our front racker. Um, uh, we did a, um, last weekend we had one of our members put on a um, women's health clinic. Oh, too, nice. Which was really awesome. Nice. Yeah. So we'll do like little things like that also. Um, one of our coaches um, does nutrition um for, for a lot of our folks in here too. Nice. So yeah, just kind of a lot of different things. That's to help, it's awesome. help people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um pelvic floor like like is women's health is a huge mm-hmm. area that yeah. needs to be addressed. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. she did a great job. Yeah. And I, I mean I learned so much yeah. just in that in that little seminar. I mean uh, you'd be and, and, and it's it's just not girls, it's guys too. Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of guys who have a lot of pelvic floor issues and, yeah. and they just think it's normal. Yeah. And uh and some really like high level athletes, like people that you see all over Instagram mm-hmm. and social media, which mm-hmm. um, have pelvic floor issues, yeah. and like they think it's normal. Yeah. So if you remember, uh, you know, like peeing on the box, like back at the regionals oh, back a yeah. while back, remember? <laughs> or um, I forget which regional that was in, but uh, you see like these really good weightlifters, which. Um, at the bottom of the squat. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like, like that's a problem that could be fixed. Probably shouldn't be doing yeah, yeah, something's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, so that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, so, like, what, what was her background? Is it? She, so she's in the same program that Mike's in. They're, they're um, both, she's getting her PhD in nutrition epidemiology. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, so she's just, yeah, in the nutrition field. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now when Mike finishes up, he, he finishes up soon, right? Soon, yeah. Hopefully by the end of the summer, maybe okay. midsummer, end of the summer. Yeah. So, like, is is you guys going to incorporate a lot of that in into the gym? Or? I think we'd like to try. Yeah, um, that's something that we've talked about a lot lately. Is is doing more um, nutrition seminars, maybe some yeah. like nutrition counseling. Um, but um, yeah, hopefully at some point we'll get get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if you know someone's listening and you know someone that's at your gym or they join your gym and you know they're normally used to oh you know I grab you know some Cheetos at work and uh, Oreos and um, you know every now and then I'll grab almonds I, I think they're healthy uh, you know like what what kind of advice would you give them just um, as they come in because you know diet and what you put in your body is yeah. so huge for it is yeah I mean I, I guess I would I would say to those people like you're gonna see the most results outside of here. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're doing outside of here, 
is going to affect what happens in here. Um, yeah. So if you're eating Cheetos for lunch, um, you're probably not going to feel good. You're not going to recover as fast. Um, so um, probably just kind of chat with them on, on ways we can try to fix that, figure out why they're doing that. Yeah. Um, and then Absolutely. Help out. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Um, so like, do you guys talk with them like just on the spot or do you guys do it more so in, in like the there's this meeting she mentioned yeah we um so we don't really have a system for it yet just okay. i guess when people ask us questions about like how much um is how much protein should i have before yeah. and after a workout like we'll kind of chat with them individually yeah. um but definitely probably need to do a little bit more of a structured okay. maybe like nutrition program um so that's something that yeah we need to get get into a yeah. little nice. bit more. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, you guys are growing a lot. Like you just opened up the space, and uh, you know, you guys are always you know it's very obvious you guys work to improve uh, upon yourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, as you as you move forward, mm -hmm. which is you know which is important. Yeah. yeah. Um. So now, what's what's something about you, Morgan, which uh. I don't. I don't know you well enough to ask. Okay. What's a what's a what's a hidden kind of uh, fact which would, um, you know, uh, tell tell people you know who, who might be interested in joining at the gym, you know, a little bit more about you because like you know it, it is like a family and like yeah. someone who's who's looking for that you know they're not looking to just join a globo gym and be like the only guy in the corner yeah. you know working out alone with headphones on yeah. saying. I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, you know, like what, what, what can you tell them to better get to get to know you? Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Push on the spot here. I know. I'm trying to yeah. think of <laughs> what that would be. Um, I would just say, um, hopefully, this answers the question too. If you're at a Globo gym, um, you know that's great. That's awesome. Um, I think. If you are able to come into the CrossFit, uh, the CrossFit gym, hopefully our CrossFit gym, um, you're gonna have it's just gonna be hopefully a lot easier for you to come in. Somebody's gonna tell you what to do yeah. for the workout. Um, we have this really great group of people that are going to motivate you and, and um, hopefully kind of inspire you and push you to, to work harder than you would outside of here on your own. And I think. Me and, and the rest of the coaches do a really good job of, of you know, kind of pushing people, motivating people, and yeah. and, and making them better. Um, so, okay, nice, yeah. That was it. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice. Um, now, do you do any other hobbies outside of the um, uh, gym and exercise? Well, we I mean, actually... You're, I mean, you're a pretty fit person. Yeah, so we um, spend a lot of time at the gym, yeah. so, uh, but we actually just started partnering with Core Power Yoga. Okay, um, nice. It's this new studio over in Eastgate, in the Eastgate Shopping Center. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. We um, have our unlimited members get four free classes uh, of yoga over there a month, and then their members get four free classes here, which has been really awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so I've recently gotten back into um, yoga. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. So that's been really good. Um, just kind of like just being outside going for drugs um yeah like most of my time is spent here though yeah. so yeah yeah that's um, awesome but yeah mm -hmm. yeah well um morgan thank you so much for for coming on uh yeah, thank you the timberline shopping center in chapel hill is uh super easy to get to yeah 
Um, right off 40, uh, right on the bus route from from the college. Yeah. Um, go go Tar Heels. <laughs> we, uh, if you guys are listening to this around basketball season, um, we're having a pretty rough year. Yeah. So it's not been the best. Yeah. <laughs> so please uh, give our team a little bit of love, and maybe we'll make the NIT this year. We don't we don't know. <laughs> But uh, awesome, awesome, Morgan. Thank cool. you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. And uh, guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. Uh, and uh, I look forward to chatting with you next time.